Welcome to City Girl Talks. My name is Yasmin Hardcastle, and I'm your host. I'm a Canadian 30-something cusp millennial female with a goal to empower women of all ages through girl talk about the real, the fun, and in-betweens of life. All the things 21st century women need and want to know about. Knowledge is power, and we don't know what we don't know. That's why girl talk is so important. Join me for conversations with inspiring friends and female thought leaders as they share their journey and experiences so far. Wherever you are in the world, grab your glass or cup of something lovely and settle in for some girl talk. Hello everyone, I hope you are doing well and staying healthy. And how on earth are we already at the end of February in 2023? Uh, It's been a little while um, and I have a couple episodes that are, as they say, in the can for you with some lovely guests. But before I shared those episodes uh, upcoming, I wanted to share my 2023 reading list with you. Um, I'm particularly excited about the books I'm reading in 2023. Um, mostly because I feel like my brain actually has the capacity to properly absorb them. Um, Last year was quite busy and I didn't really feel like I was able to appreciate as many books as I um, as I would have liked to. Um, This year I have set a fairly I think lofty goal for myself of 35 books. Um, I am on Goodreads and I've made that a challenge for myself. I do that every year. Last year I did not meet my challenge, um, but this year I am well on my way, so I'm particularly excited about that and I suppose fairly competitive with myself. But uh, 35 books for this year, which I think is fairly ambitious but achievable. And as I said, I'm already a few books in and my brain is absolutely loving the fact that I am. that I'm reading more often again. So uh, without further ado, this is my initial 2023 reading list. Like these are not in the order that I am reading them in, uh, but they are the initial ones on my list. So the first up in that list is Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. This came out, I think in 2021 actually, And I think I'm the only person I know that hasn't read a Brene Brown book, at least in sort of like my sphere of um, professional friends and whatnot, Um, which is really odd because I love any quote that I see from her and I feel like any TED talk that I've watched of her, any talk I've watched uh, Brene present has like resonated really deeply with me. So Atlas of the Heart is one of the books that I got from the Brit for Christmas and I'd asked for it um, because it is a book dedicated to elevating you in whatever you are feeling, whether that's happy, anxious, or whatever it is. And uh, it has been very handy for me as part of my morning routine. And the next one is The Bullet That Missed by Richard Osman. The Bullet That Missed is a book that I enjoyed while I was in Vancouver, and it's the third of a series called The Thursday Murder Club. And if you live in the UK, you probably know who Richard Osman is. If you're in North America, you probably don't. But he is a TV presenter and a frequent guest on what they call quiz shows here. 
and um, I don't know if I would call him a comedian, but he is quite funny, but he writes these lovely novels now and um, each one is based at a retirement community called Cooper's Chase and it um, revolves around four main characters and they are absolutely delightful and if you haven't read any of the Thursday Murder Club books, I highly, highly recommend. And then the next book is The Rose Code by Kate Quinn. Kate Quinn is one of my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite authors. Um, she writes historical fiction to another level. Um, and The Rose Code is actually a reread for me uh, this year. I listened to it as an audiobook back in 2021. Yeah, in 2021. And it is, it is long. It is a very long book, but it is a very good book. And I wanted to have a physical copy for it because I tend to travel a fair amount now for my work. Every now and then I have to go to a conference and I love to have a physical book when I am on the train or um, at night when I'm in my hotel room before I go to bed. So this is going to be my travel book and it is based in World War II uh, in England and it follows the trials and tribulations of three friends working as code breakers at Bletchley Park. And as I said, it's a long book. It's 656 pages, but it is a very, very good read. Moving on, we've got Madly Deeply, The Alan Rickman Diaries. I love Alan Rickman. I was, as many people were, very sad to hear that he had passed away. And I suppose for younger generations, they probably know him mostly as Snape, but he has so many iconic movie characters and he was just such a good actor and I really look forward to reading his diaries that were put together by a gentleman whose name I can't see on the book, my book cover at the moment but the foreword was by Emma Thompson who is absolutely also very delightful. And then I've got on my list The Light We Carry Overcoming in Uncertain Times which is the new Michelle Obama book and I feel like the title is fairly self-explanatory, but um, to pull from Goodreads, it's a, a book on practical wisdom and powerful strategies for staying hopeful and balanced in today's highly uncertain world. I'm, I have this on my nightstand at the moment, and it is just as inspiring and entertaining as her biography, Becoming. Um, so it is a book that I'm really enjoying right now. And then this next book is one that won the 2022 Booker Prize. It's called The Seven Moons of Mali Almeida. And I hope I've pronounced that properly. And the author's name is Shehan Karuna Tilaka. And again, I hope I have pronounced that correctly. Um, but it is about, uh, when is it based? It's like circa 1990, I think in Colombo. And uh, it follows a war photographer who ends up waking up dead in what seems like a celestial visa office. I was so intrigued when I read the, the synopsis for this book. Um, and so it is sitting waiting for me to open it in the next few weeks. And I'm really excited to, um, to read it. And then I've got on deck the house of fortune by Jesse Burton. And this is a sequel to a fantastic book that I finished back in January called The Miniaturist. And it's a beautiful and complex story um, based in 17th century Amsterdam. 
um, and the main character's name is Petronella, and in The Miniaturist, she is a very young bride who has come into the city from the countryside. And then the House of Fortune fast forwards about 18 years. I'm not going to do any spoilers for you about the miniaturists um, because it is a book that you definitely need to read. And I'm really looking forward to reading the House of Fortune, which is the sequel. And then I've got time to think. And this is one that I have finished and has really made me look and examine how I listen a little bit more, actually a lot more. In my work, I do coaching now, and um, I think this had been a recommendation from my coaching teacher. So this is Time to Think by Nancy Klein. And basically, if you think you are a good listener, this book is going to tell you that you are not, and it's going to tell you how to better listen, which I think that we all need to do, but I have definitely noticed it has helped me um, and elevated me a bit in my coaching and also in my personal interactions. I have definitely noticed a difference. So Time to Think is definitely a good one. It's not a very long read. Um, in fact, you can probably just read part one if you want to, if you're doing it for more of a personal reason than a professional one, but it is a great tool for teaching you how to listen better in both your personal and professional conversations. And then the next one I've got is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I've been meaning to read this book for a while now, actually for years, for at least a few years, because the lovely Mika Ennis, who has been a guest a couple times on the podcast, recommended this book. And I get James Clear's newsletter, and to be honest, the only reason that I haven't read it yet is because I've been trying to get it on audiobook and I have been on this continually long and everlasting waiting list for the audiobook. Um, but through work, because I actually do need to read it for work, I do have a copy of it now. So I'm hoping that the audiobook comes up sometime soon so that I can read them or I can have the audiobook and the physical book going at the same time. But I'm really, really looking forward to reading that. And then my next two on the initial list are a bit um, aristocratic, I suppose, and royal. So the first of those two is Accidental Duchess, which is written by Emma Manners, who is the Duchess of Rutland. Um, the Duchess of Rutland hosts a fantastic podcast called Duchess, and in every episode she interviews women in a similar roles to her, a role, sorry, role to hers. Uh, the lady of the house who married into the nobility or inherited slash bought an estate. And her story is quite unique. And in the podcast, she alludes to it a fair amount, but she, um, she wrote a book about it and I am really intrigued to read it. Um, so this is actually one that I don't have on my bookshelf yet, but it is sitting in my list on uh, my Waterstones account. And then the next one, and the last one on this initial list is Spare by Prince Harry. And I finished this book a week ago. It was waiting for me when I got home from Vancouver. I went to Vancouver back in January and um, some naughty person in Spain at the Spain Publishing House released the book early, like a full week early. So there were all these spoilers and whatnot while I was in Vancouver because the media was just eating that up. Um, and we've watched the Netflix series, um, The Brit and I, and I just found this 
the series and this book to be very refreshing. Yes, you know, you, whether you like them or not, um, I think that Prince Harry is somebody who has had to really bottle things up his entire life. And when I was reading this book, I just wanted to hug the little boy who lost his mom and who's been thrown under the bus a little bit and shake him for some of the silly things that he's done. Um, but I'm also really tremendously proud of him, if I can be proud of him. I don't even know him, but um, I feel like he found his path. I feel like he found a good partner. I also, in addition to that, I actually also really like the royal family. Like, I'm a big fan of the royal family. So in reading this, I think you just need to go in with an open mind and just read it for what it is, like his his story. Like I'm personally, I'm just really happy that he has had the opportunity to share his story. And you know, that's, that's all he can do when he felt like he had the people with quote unquote sources that were sharing sources, but, or sorry, stories about him. All he wanted to do was be able to say things in his own words. And so that is how I viewed this particular book. I would love to know your thoughts on it as well. Um, but I really enjoyed reading his biography. All right, so I'm going to stop babbling now, but I just wanted to share that initial list with you. And um, I would also love to know what you are reading over a cup of something lovely this year. So please be sure to um, check out the show notes for my full list. I've included that over on the blog um, so that you can click to that. And please let me know what you are reading this year and your thoughts on the books that I've shared. I hope you have an incredible day and thanks so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in to City Girl Talks. If you enjoyed this conversation, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. You can also join the conversation over on social at City Girl Talks. See you next episode for another round of Girl Talk.